Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. It was early afternoon. Ben Calvert drove his big black car through the quiet streets of Wakefield, pulled up in front of his comfortable home on 11th Street, the house in which Ben's daughter, Kid, had been living since her return from California, with the baby boy she'd presented to her husband and father as her own son, the child which, in reality, was Lisa Fenner's. Now Ben parks his car and hurries up the steps of the house, letting himself in noisily and slamming the door after him. Kid! Kid, where are you? I'm up here, Dad, in the nursery. Hello, Kit. But, Dad, what on earth are you doing here at this time of day? And why did you have to make such a racket coming in? You might have waked the baby. Oh, is he asleep? No, but if he had been, you'd have him howling by now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was in a hurry and I didn't think. But what are you doing here at a quarter of two? Well, I had a late lunch. So I thought I'd come home for a minute and watch you feed the baby. His feeding is still at two, isn't it? <laughs> yes, Dad. His schedule hasn't been changed yet. But what's all the excitement about watching him eat? Well, I... I just like to watch him, that's all. <laughs> the doting grandfather. Well, darn it, I have a right to be. He's a very fine youngster. Oh, he's all right. But I think your enthusiasm might be somewhat modified if you had him on your hands 24 hours a day. Oh, that reminds me. I talked to Miss Thompson Ms. this morning. Miss Thompson? And... Who's she? Oh, she's my secretary at the office. I took over Jesse's job. Oh, uh, that's right. When you acquired a wife, you lost your secretary, didn't you? Poor Dad. Never mind about that. It's water under the bridge. Uh, what I was going to say, Miss Thompson thinks she's found a very reliable woman to take care of the baby. She's a graduate nurse and has excellent references. Oh, wonderful. For heaven's sake, let's get in touch with her. I can't take much more of this. I'm a wreck from taking care of her. You do seem jumpy and nervous lately. But I didn't realize it was because of the child. He seems to be such a good youngster. Well, it's not a question of whether he's good or bad. It's the responsibility. The eternal nagging responsibility. I never get a chance to relax. Well, then we'll get hold of this nurse, and he won't need to worry anymore. But he better be good. I wouldn't trust him with any but the most competent care. Oh, she'll probably be all right. Better than I am in my present mood. Well, this bottle's ready. Come on, Dad, we'll feed the little tyrant. I've got him out on the porch. <laughs> Look at that. He's just as happy and good-natured as anything. Mm, he is at the moment. Here you are, chum. This should hold you for a while. <laughs> he certainly knows what to do with it, all right. It's the best thing he does. Really, a baby is practically all appetite. They're just little animals, actually. Well, so long as he's a healthy little animal, I won't kick. Look at those sturdy legs he has. <laughs> you know, maybe he'll uh, turn out to be a runner. Or a ballet dancer. Good heavens, what an idea. Why, Dad? My grandson? That's preposterous. Just an idea I had. Perhaps it's just my sardonic sense of humor. Well, let's go in. He'll be all right. Uh, by the way, have you decided what to name him yet? No, I haven't. Well, isn't it time you did? How about a family name? You could name him after father. 
After all, the child is a spitting image of him. Oh, I don't know. I think family names are deadly. This big John, little John routine. Well, at any rate, you ought to decide on something. You know, it's a shame to let the child go without a name for such a long time. Well, don't worry about it, Dad. I'll make up my mind sooner or later. But at the moment, I'm sick and tired of the child and everything connected with him. Kit, you shouldn't oh, talk Why like... shouldn't I say that? It's the truth. Oh, you... You don't mean that. You're just tired. I'm tired, all right. It'll be different when we get the nurse. I hope so. Right now, I'd like nothing better than to be out of the whole mess. Every time I think of all I've been through, all the worry... Yes, I know. I was worried too, Kit. But now it's all over. And I can't begin to tell you how much that boy means to me. I've always wanted a son of my own. Somebody to carry on after me. And this boy? Well, he's made up for a lot of my disappointments. That's not very flattering, Dad. Now, Kit, that isn't what I mean. You are a wonderful girl, clever, smart. But every man wants a son. Of course, the next best is a grandson. Yes, he'll be a big man in this town someday. <laughs> Just like his grandfather. Now, Wakefield won't forget Ben Calvert for a long time. Yes, he means a great deal to me, Kit. The child might have meant something to me if things had turned out differently. But the way things are, the way Bill's behave... That boy's out of his mind. He's crazy. Well, crazy or not, he's made up his mind what he wants. There's nothing more I can do. Oh, yes, there is. There's got to be. But when I think of how you looked when you got off that train with the baby, Kit, you were radiant. You looked so proud when you handed him the child. It's... It's outrageous for him to walk out on you this way. And I won't stand for it. You said that the night you followed him to the auto court. But it didn't seem to have much effect on Bill. Sometimes I wonder whatever made you fall in love with that boy. He's never been your sort, nothing worldly about him, nothing sophisticated. I'll admit he's good-looking, but after all, you weren't a child. You should have known better than to let good looks influence you. I don't know, Dad. It's hard to analyze these things, but the fact is I... I did fall in love with Bill. Worse luck. Maybe it was because he was the opposite of everything I'd admired before then. He had a sort of simplicity about him that I liked. An honesty. <laughs> that sounds funny. I should fall for a man because he was honest. Sounds like a dreary recommendation. And yet, oddly enough, that did have something to do with it. Well, Kit, all I know is that you wanted to marry him, and I helped you. Yes, I married him all right. Now he wants me to divorce him. Well, you're not going to. You're married to him. We'll see that the marriage sticks. If he thinks for a minute... You can save your breath, Dad. I've already made up my mind. I don't give a hang what silly idea you may have in your head, Kit. I'm not going now, to Now, wait you... a minute, Dad. Simmer down. I have something to tell you. All right. What is it? I saw Bill last night. Well, why didn't you tell me? What happened? What did he say? He insisted that he wants a divorce. Well, you're not going to give him one. No, you're right, Dad. That's what I wanted to tell you. I've decided against it myself. Well, that's better. It's about time you showed a little spunk. The way you were talking when you first came back wasn't like you at all. No, I suppose it wasn't. 
It was one of the first times in my life that I felt completely defeated. It just didn't seem worthwhile fighting about anything, but... Well, I got to thinking about it all. About... About what, Kit? Did something happen you haven't told me? No, nothing. You started to tell me something, and then you broke off out with it, Kit. We can't afford to have secrets from each other at this point. Oh, it's nothing. But if Peggy Douglas thinks Peggy that... Douglas? I don't see what she has to do with it. She's definitely engaged to this, uh, Dawn. Well, maybe she is, but she's not married to him. And I have a hunch that she doesn't intend to until she sees what happens between Bill and me. Well, little Peggy Douglas is going to have a very long wait. Kit, the main thing is you can't afford to give Bill a divorce. This family has to hold together. We're not going to let anyone in this town have an opportunity to laugh at us. And that's exactly what they would do. But I might as well tell you, Dad, we may be in for some trouble you hadn't counted on. Now what? Bill told me that if I didn't get a divorce, he would. He dared to tell you that? To threaten you way I ought to... But don't worry about it. I'm, I'm positive Bill wouldn't go through with it. For one thing, he's not that kind of a man. You know how Bill's always felt about his duties as a husband, how protective he is toward women. It, it just wouldn't be like Bill to do something like that. I don't know, Kit. That boy's changed somehow. He's much more stubborn. Well, I wouldn't put anything past him, the way he's been acting lately. Not that I'd let him get away with it, of course. Well, don't worry. I think I know him that well, at least. I think he's just threatening me. He'll never do it, believe me. No, he wouldn't have the nerve. You say that, Kit, with a great deal of conviction. You seem sure that Bill Mead would never dare to sue for divorce himself. To do a thing so apparently unchivalrous. But I wonder what you'd say if you knew that at this very moment, your husband Bill Mead is in the office of Angus McKillop, the attorney. That he has just told the lawyer that he does intend to get a divorce from you. 